Welcome to the Celebration Sessions, a podcast unpacking life, loss and love. As I step further into the world of celebrancy, I want to share my journey as I learn more about just what makes us tick, how we fall in love, how we celebrate the milestones we mark and how we can talk about the inevitable loss we'll meet along the way. Alongside that, this is my reminder of how important it is now more than ever to celebrate. So thanks for joining me on this journey. This is the Celebration Sessions podcast. It's the Celebration Sessions uh, with me, Connor Clear, where we unpack life and loss and love. Um, now, we do have a really gorgeous episode this time around because we're talking love and uh, another one of what I like to call my real couples. Uh, but more than that, uh, two of my best friends... Thank you for inviting us. You guys, Joel Vivas and Gordon Hickey. How are you doing? Hi, Connor. Hola. <laughs> this is Gus. <laughs> how are you getting on? Good. Good. Killing each other earlier on today, for sure. Look, <laughs> that's what real love is all about, isn't it? <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. Um, I'm delighted that you've decided to talk to me today and share your little love story. So thank you very much. No worries. Thank you. So where did it all start for you guys? Ooh, where did it start, Vivas? So he's my Vivas. That's what I call him. Joel Vivas. Yeah. Um, was 2016? Yes. <laughs> was it, you sure? March. <laughs> you to... In March, March. It was actually one week after St. Patrick's. It was. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Um, essentially what happened. So myself, I'm obviously from Dublin. Joel is from Venezuela. the mountains in Venezuela. Yeah. And we actually met on Grinder. That's where we met. <laughs> so I think, look, I, it, it was something I used to be really embarrassed about. I used to be like, I'm not telling anyone if I ever met anyone grinder. But like, it's the way people meet each other nowadays. Absolutely. It is like social media. All of those apps are where you meet people. So my side of the story <laughs> is not very romantic. Um, no, I had... People are going to think the wrong way now. No, so I, <laughs> I um, was using Grindr, obviously because I was single. Um, and I had been chatting to Joel briefly on Grindr, but I wasn't speaking to him too much on it because Joel was one of those blank profiles on Grindr that had no face and no details. <laughs> yeah, and it was one of my rules Yeah, was not to talk to anyone about because if they can't show the face they obviously have you know there's a lot going on but the reason why i didn't have any information or picture is because i was trying to avoid people to text me because if you don't have pictures so nobody will text you so i would prefer contacting somebody else so then joel contacted me sorry can i just say as an aside because for any of our listeners who don't know Joel, Joel is very handsome. And he I can imagine... Joel, Joel, Joel is a very handsome, very, very handsome man. And so like, so look, long story short, I had met a guy the night before in a bar, had decided this nice handsome Irish man is going to go for a walk with him. And within about two seconds of meeting him, I was obviously really drunk the night before, I met him for a walk in Phoenix Park, decided, nah, so not into this. Spent half an hour walking, went back to my apartment, absolutely depressed because I was like, oh my God, that was my one, like, you know, I was like, that could have been it. And I was like, ah. Anyway, I went back to my apartment and I sat on the sofa and turned on Grinder, and I got a little from this blank profile and it was Joel Vivas. And so we haven't spoken before. We had spoken a little bit, but not too much. And then I was bored and a little sad so I was like 
oh, what are you doing? And he yeah. was like, nothing. And I was like, do you want to go for a walk? So I met him about 10 minutes after my last day. <laughs> in the exact same spot where my last day had started. And Joelle showed up. And when Joel showed up, I seen him and I was like, oh my God, he's so handsome and his eyes are beautiful. <laughs> and genuinely, almost instantly, I was like, oh my God, this fella is so different. Now, the reason Joel came to visit me... So, my tell the story is that I, I was a student and working at the same time back then. And I was actually very tired. And it, it wasn't like middle of winter, it was very cold. Yeah. So uh, I was messaging Gordon and Gordon told me like, oh, do you want to go for a walk in the Phoenix Park? And I say, okay, let's go. Yeah. And then I was getting ready and I was like, oh no, I'm not going to go. It's too cold. And it was actually a little bit raining and everything. Yeah. And then I told myself, no, I actually have to go because I need to practice my English. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. At least an Irish, Irish man, I'll be able to practice my English just for a year for a, even for a, a chat. So I, I, I had to cycle, and I cycled, that's another part of the story. Oh yeah, the other thing is, I was living right beside the Phoenix Park, and he was living the other side of the Phoenix Park. So I looked oh, okay. at my maps, and I was like, it'll take him, he's going to cycle, it'll take him about 10 minutes to get there, so I better leave now. So I left my apartment that was right beside the Phoenix Park, and kind of ran over to the zoo, because I was told him I'd meet him outside the zoo. And I was standing there, and I was like, where is he? And I was like, oh, I'm after getting stood up now. <laughs> And Joel, been... but because I didn't like go out too much, so I didn't know uh, how to get to the Phoenix Park. So oh, they only oh from, from from Cabra, by the way. <laughs> Anyone so, who's listening, Cabra is at the side of the Phoenix Park. So the only way that I knew was second from Cabra to Connell Street, and then second from Connell Street to Phoenix Park. Oh my god! My Seriously, Seriously? <laughs> it literally took half an hour, like. Google Maps. Hello, Google Maps. But anyway, he didn't use the Google Maps. So I thought it's been stood up. But literally within about a minute of meeting him, I thought, oh my God, this guy is so nice. And he was very shy and real bashful. And he has the most beautiful brown eyes. And we start walking and I instantly, I was like, this is a completely different date to the one I'd had like an hour previous. And then that was it. That was, that it. was we, it. We walked for like, Two about hours. two hours and then I was like oh, I really like this guy and then I said to him do you want to go for a drink and we went and we had one drink and then we sat there for probably about two hours chatting and then we went outside and I was like look I better go and Joel was like yeah I'll, I'll go as well and I gave him a little kiss in the cheek and he nearly fucking he nearly <laughs> dropped dead <laughs> he was so embarrassed and then I was like alright grand I walked off and at the time I wasn't working I was transitioning between my careers indeed <laughs> and uh so I had loads of time off. So literally, I think we met up with each other every single every day, day. Like for... For about two months. Two months. months. And then... And that was it. Then we fell in love. Ah, you guys. So tell me. So, okay, here's a question then. So when did you know across those few months then? Like, Joel, when did you know? The first time that we say I love you, that's another... Funny story, I was working in I was working in a hotel and I finished work around 2, 2 a.m. I think. Yeah. And Gordon was out because we were texting. I was at partying. I think it was with you. Really? <laughs> <laughs> it was with you. <laughs> I think, yeah. And then uh, I was cycling and I was texting at the same time. 
So like I, I was breaking the law. <laughs> and then, That's a whole different podcast. Yeah, <laughs> and then uh, I wasn't pay, paying attention and I crashed into a taxi. Oh my God, seriously? Yeah, yeah. crashed into the back of a taxi because it was on his phone while Te- texting. While I'm texting Gordon. And fell off until and he broke his arm. So I had to, I was texting Gordon and then Gordon like, what happened? I texted like straight away like, oh, I just have a crash. I had a, he texted me, I was in, I was in District 8 in a nightclub. <laughs> and Joelle messaged me and was like, I, I'm after, I got into a car accident and I think I broke my arm and I was like, what? And I was like, quite drunk at the time. <laughs> and I had to go out and call him and I was like, where are you? And he said, I'm in the hotel, but I think I've broke my arm. So I jumped in a taxi. And you met me there like a, And I met you there. 10 minutes after. I was 10 minutes after. And then... I brought him to the hospital. Where they have to go to the hospital and then they have to wait like for three hours there. And we went there to about five o'clock in the morning and Joel, they brought him in and they I x-rayed you. Yeah. Because we, we actually know, we were in the hospital waiting room and even though we were in the hospital waiting room, we were actually having a lovely time. He was like asleep <laughs> yeah. on my lap and we were chatting to each other. It was actually, it was quite romantic. And then after he found out that his arm wasn't broken, we were leaving and I was like, well, I don't actually think I love this fellow. <laughs> and... That's what we, we say. stopped in the middle of like an empty corridor with all the beds and everything there. And I was like, I think I love you. And he's like, I love you too. And we had this whole little moment standing in the middle of Vincent's hospital. <laughs> <laughs> At 5 a.m. At like five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so that's when, well, that's when I first knew. Is that when you first knew? Probably before, but I didn't say it. At the Cliffs of Moor. We were, I brought you to the Cliffs of Moor yeah. and we had to tell each other. I was like, I think I'm falling for you. And I was like, I think he is too. And then he fell asleep in my shoulder while he was driving. Was that very weird? Oh, oh, you guys, it's, this is too cute. I know this it is, is actually cute. going to make himself sick. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. It's funny you mentioned the hospital. In hindsight now, I think I actually remember you getting that phone call and being like, I have to go. I have to go. Yeah, I think I left I, whoever. I'm yeah. sure it was with you. I think so, yeah. yeah. And then I left and then... Was it always plain sailing? Was it always... Amazing. Look, relationships are we all know are amazing, but they are hard. Like yeah. Joel moved abroad, and um, he was supposed to after six months together. He told me he was going to move to Germany for two years, and obviously that was really difficult because I was like, okay, well let's see how that goes, and we tried a long distance relationship for for six weeks, and I couldn't do it. I was like, I'm thirty four. I'm not talking into a phone for the next. Yeah. two years of my life having a long distance relationship so you know we broke up for about two hours <laughs> and then Joel moved back from germany to be yeah. with me so muchas gracias um because can i ask how were you feeling then when you were in germany away from gordon uh mixed feelings because obviously when i went to germany i went to do the masters and that was like the big dream that i always wanted to do and that's actually when I came, when I came to, Ar- to Ireland to learn English and yeah. then do my master's. And then when I got the master's, like it was like kind of like a scholarship similar to that in Germany. And I moved, Gordon came with me, uh, helped me to move to Germany and everything. And it was like, a, obviously I didn't want to break up with him, but I also wanted to do uh, my, my, my master's there. And then for during the six weeks, before well, when I was in there, visit. I came back to visit him uh, for three days, I think yeah. for a weekend. And then just before going uh, on to the airport, Colin told me like, I can't do this anymore. And we have to wake up. And I was like uh, oh, crying yeah. and said, no, we, we can't do it. And then Colin told me like, 
no, this is not going to work for me. So I got on the plane. And by the time that I landed in Frankfurt, I texted like, yeah, I'm coming back. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, and he did. She was, got off the plane. She got <laughs> off the plane. I was actually going to, I wasn't going to have to get on the plane, but I was talking to my friend Hotta yeah. on what's happening. I said, like, I'm going to stay. I, I don't want to go back to Germany now. And, and it was because Hotta told me, you can't just leave all your stuff in Germany. You have to still pay rent and sort everything out. So the more sensitive thing, if you're going to go back, it's still, Argon is going to be there anyway. Go back for a few weeks, fix everything in Germany, and then just you can just come back. And they say, okay, it makes sense what he's saying. Yeah, but you shouldn't go off the plane. You should have at least stayed a few more days. This plane doesn't even have <laughs> a, a phalange. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So you came home and... You know, as they say, I, I guess it's probably like absence makes the heart grow fonder. You know, yeah. so you came home, and then eventually you decided that you were going to take it to the next level. Who proposed to who? So, as Joel said, he had given up his dream to come to leave Germany and come back to Ireland to be with me. So, one of the days I had taken a walk. I wanted to get some headspace. And I decided that this, the most wonderful man I'd ever met in my life is giving up his dream to be with me. So I was like, clearly he is the one. So I went for a walk on my own. And during that time, I decided, right, I'm going to propose. So Joel was going to come back, move back to Dublin uh, just before Christmas. So I decided I was going to take him. Joel loves science. So I found the best science museum in Europe was in Barcelona. And I decided I was going to propose to him in Barcelona. So I booked the flights and I booked a hotel and <clears throat> Joel came back for Christmas. And on Christmas Day, I gave him an envelope. And in the envelope, I had uh, one of your Christmas presents uh, hasn't arrived. So you'll have to do it. And over the series of eight envelopes, I had kept giving him different little hints about what was going on. <clears throat> one of the mornings, I... Didn't tell him we were flying to Barcelona, so... And he actually didn't have a clue. He hadn't a clue, so I packed bags for us. You have told me that we were going to Cork. Cork. Yeah, so we were going oh, really? to Cork, yeah. But I packed his passport, and I gave him an envelope, and it was like... Sorry, the night before, I was pick a bag. And then the, that morning, I drove to the airport, and when we got to the airport, I handed him another envelope, and that was his ticket to Barcelona. And then when we got to Barcelona... I had given him a breakfast voucher and that was the morning we were go I was going to propose. And then I gave him the ticket to the science museum. So we gave him the ticket to the science museum. And then I had called, I'd been emailing the planetarium because we both love the <laughs> sun, moon and stars. And I'd emailed the planetarium and said, look, after the show that we're going to, is there any chance we can sit around for a couple more minutes because I want to propose to my husband? And oh, they were yes. like, yes, of course. So we rocked up to the Science Museum that morning and I said to the lady, can I have two tickets to the museum and to the planetarium? And she was like, the planetarium's closed today. And I was like, what? Sorry? <laughs> and she was like, no, the planetarium's closed today. And I was like, no, 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 you don't understand. I was emailing and Joel was like, it's fine. And I was like, relax, it's okay, we'll come back again. And I was like, no, 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 no. I he sent an email during the week and the woman was like, you know, but it's closed. And I was like, oh. <laughs> so I just Improvise. so I was just like ran. So we walked around the museum, and obviously I had um, an envelope with obviously Joel's not into jewelry, so I didn't want to buy him a ring. So yeah. I had actually painted, <laughs> I painted a tile 
that said in Spanish, I love you, will you marry me on it? So I had this in an envelope and I was just waiting for the moment. And we'd been walking around this massive museum in Barcelona, which is absolutely amazing. And we walked into the aquarium and we underneath. walked in underneath the aquarium. Yeah. And when we walked in, there was no one there and the light was beautiful. And the fish and everything. And the fish and everything. So I just said to him, Actually, I told him, this is very romantic. Yeah, yeah, to him, I said, this is very romantic. And I was like, okay, this is my moment. This like, is the moment. I just pulled the envelope out of the bag and I was like, this is your last um, present. present. And he opened it and I had the, the, tile. the tile with, I love you, will it marry me? And he obviously said, yes. I know the tile is hanging on our wall in our we house. We are, as we record this, we are sitting under the tile. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. Te amo, te casarias conmigo. That's it. So, so I proposed to Joelle. That was in January. That was on like that was on like the eighth of January. Yeah. And then we got married ten days later in Copenhagen. So we are now skipping forward because. Four like ten days. <laughs> Four to ten days, because usually uh, with couples, there's like a big preparation for the ceremony, uh, and uh, you know if somebody goes, "I'm after getting engaged," you go, "Oh my god, are you looking at dates or what's the?" And, the, and you know this can get dragged out for ages. You guys had a really cool wedding. You did it on your own terms. We did. Yeah. We decided we wanted to get married quick. Um, Joelle is from Venezuela and it's hard for someone who um, isn't Irish or European to stay living in Ireland so we just decided let's we're going to get married we can do it in six months or we can do it in next week <laughs> so what we decided to do was to make things easier we decided we'd run away to Copenhagen and we eloped and we didn't tell a single well we told two people two people yeah we told one my of my friends, friends and one of his friends, yeah, just yeah. in case, like, the plane fucking crashed. Us, <laughs> you know what I mean? We decided we'd have to tell someone, and we packed our bags, and we flew over to Copenhagen. So, why Copenhagen, for a start? Was there something yes. about Copenhagen? So, you know yourself, been a celebrant. How, Indeed. To get married in Ireland, you have to, like, register, like, four months beforehand. You have to apply for a licence. You have to do all of these things that... Marriage counselor or something like that, no? No, that's if you're getting married in the church. Okay. Which mm. they don't allow us. Oh. Um... But so yeah, so it was going to take about three or four months for us to do that. And someone had told me that you could do it in Copenhagen, like literally straight away. Yeah. So we found a website. It's like getting married in Las Vegas. Yeah, like literally, yeah. it's so easy. <laughs> yeah. So we found we found a website and found all the information on it, and we spoke to each other and we're like, "Look, will we wait four months or will we just do it like really soon in Copenhagen?" So I called them and I was like, "Look, what way does it work?" And in Copenhagen, you don't have to have witnesses because the city provides the witnesses. witnesses. Oh, cool. And you can, all you have to do is send over a couple of different documents like to prove that you were single, your birth, birth cert, and a proof of residence that you live in Europe. I think, don't even actually, I don't even have to do that. But anyway, we sent off our paperwork and they gave us a date for the 19th of January. <laughs> I still check it. So they gave us a date for like the 19th of January. So we decided... Let's just do it. So it was very quick. It all happened within the space of like a week. So tell me about the day. How did the, the day itself go then? Okay, the day itself we, was... We were in like this beautiful hotel. We stayed in a lovely hotel. Yeah, it was by... Was, first of all, it was so cold. It was freezing. As in the weather was yes. cold. Yeah. The, the canals and everything were frozen. frozen. It was January. It was of Baltic. Of course it was January. Baltic. Crazy. Yeah. We, we just woke up, had breakfast, yeah, and then we started to get ready. Like, but do you know what? It was like 
it was all very lovely because I, I, in my head, I always thought if I'm getting married, I want to have a big wedding. And obviously when I met Joelle, everything was different. And when we decided to go to Copenhagen, Copenhagen. it was like, it was very lovely because it was just the two of us. Our wedding, we got married at half 11. So we woke up at like nine, had breakfast. And that morning we were like, let's get breakfast in yeah. bed. So we ordered breakfast up and then we turned on music and we dressed each other, which was lovely. Yeah, we, put, we were getting ready in our own suits. And I'd picked the hotel specifically because it was close to the city hall. So we put on our nice coats and we walked, we walked around to the city hall and we got there and we were a little bit early. So we went in and we had a coffee, coffee before, yeah. beforehand and it was very, all very relaxed, kind of seemed a little surreal. surreal. Um, and we walked into the city hall and we'd hired a photographer to take photographs of us before and after for yeah. an hour, just yeah. so that we had the pictures. pictures. And... Because we had eloped, we hadn't told anybody. We were just like, we'll get it done and then we'll tell people. Um, so we walked into the city hall. And when we walked into the city hall, we, the photographer was taking pictures. I leaned over the balcony. I said to him, can you take a picture of us from behind? And I leaned over the balcony. And as I leaned over the balcony, I heard... Gordon. Gordon? <laughs> Gordon Hickey, is that you? And oh I was like, God. I was like, oh my God, who's calling my name? I'm in Denmark. And I looked and two friends of mine... From Qatar, yes, were in the city hall and had seen us, and I was. They were like, Just "You like, get like five minutes before getting married." They were like, "Are you getting married?" And we were like, "Oh my god, yes, we are." Please don't tell anybody. <laughs> so we had a li- we had a little panic moment. So we stood outside the room. We went in, and it happened all so quick. We were in there, I think, for six minutes. Yeah. I- it was like, it was kind of like a little conveyor belt of people. It was all just people like us. It was yeah. couples, couples without without yeah. families. Really, who yeah. gone to Copenhagen. I think those type of marriages, like quick marriages are a thing in Copenhagen. We went in and we had our wedding. We got married. They the married us. Yeah. Which was very surreal. It was really nice. Um, the woman who married us was lovely. And then we left. We got a couple of pictures around the city hall because it's very picturesque. And then we had to go and get our uh, marriage certificate notarized. Right. So we took a taxi to the like, like Department Foreign of Foreign Affairs. Affairs. And then we went back to the hotel. And I remember sitting in the hotel. In the, in the, in the, on the bed. In, in the room going, this is kind of a little mm. anticlimax. Like, this is a bit weird. We got married and I was like. This feels normal. Like, it doesn't feel. Oh, different. It doesn't feel different. It's like, it doesn't feel different. It doesn't feel like our wedding day. So we said, like, let's call our families and yeah. just let's tell, so let's tell someone that we just got married. And then uh, your phone, we're using your phone to call, to call mom. your mom. And then I said, okay, let's call my mom and my dad first. And Goran, as soon as Goran pressed dial, dial <laughs> we had this one panic attack. Oh my gosh. No, at the same time. Yeah, I think the reality of what we'd done had set in. Because yes. like, we'd had like three hours post-wedding of like this very normal Mom, day. And as soon as, as Joelle said, as soon as we hit set, like oh, dial, this is really the two of us were like, oh my oh, God, what, what the fuck we have we do? done? I was like, we got married. And I always remember you pretending to yeah. jump out the window. Like, I'm going to jump out of the window. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were close, but I wasn't like, going to jump. Jump out the window. So we tried to call my mom and dad. They, they didn't, didn't answer. answer. Oh. We tried I to call my mom and she didn't answer. She didn't answer. I tried to call my sister. She didn't answer. And I was like, like oh my God, this is actually really stressful now. I was we like, need we need someone. to tell someone. So I actually, I was like, I know who we'll call. And we called my friend, I- Anita. Oh. And... 
to be honest, it was probably the loveliest person to have called because yeah. I just sent her a text message saying, guess what I did today? And she FaceTimed us. And we set, she bawled, she crying. She was crying. She was obviously so happy. <laughs> and it actually made everything, it hit, brought like everything easier, home. Like, yeah. And it was lovely. And then like we were sitting there holding hands and then I think we opened the champagne and we were like, how, it was really lovely. Yeah. So then you we calmed us down. Yeah. It kind of yeah, it calmed us down. And then we called. We called my mom and dad. They were not bothered at all. They were like, like okay. Yeah, they were like, they were like, oh my god, congratulations! But anyway, about us. <laughs> then oh, we called. Really? Then we called Joelle's mom. And my mom is always a. Uh, it's a very typical Latina mommy, right? And she's always high pitch and very happy. And then when I call her and I tell her, oh, mom, guess where I am? And I say, oh, where are you? Blah, blah, blah. And then I say, I'm in Copenhagen now with Gordon. And she said, oh, that's really nice. Send me a picture. And I said, yeah, but you know what? Uh, we got married today. And then she, there was like 10 seconds silence. <laughs> silence. And then she was, she was like, what? What did you do? Okay, congratulations. I'm very happy for you. <laughs> Oh, like, like, and then it got to the point then when I was like, like that we, was the last person. That was the last called. person we called because honestly, was, those four or five phone calls, yeah. like took they, they took so a lot of energy. energy. You'd and be drained emotionally after. We were that. drained. Yeah. So then at that point, I was like, look, we can't Same. do any more of this. Um, we had a glass <laughs> of wine, and then we got a taxi to this, to the this beautiful restaurant, and we had a ten course tasting menu, just the two of us, and. To anyone that is ever thinking of eloping or that would like to elope, the beautiful thing about eloping was, looking back now, and it's about awesome. We had the perfect day, yeah, just the two of us. We had no distractions. No we worries had, about like people we, are happy or people are are people okay? Yeah, are we trying to fuss over people? Are we better talk to that person over there? It was just the two of us. We had the most beautiful, romantic, intimate dinner. And it was very lovely. And then we got back to the hotel and we just turned off our phone. We took the champagne, the chocolates. We got into the bubble, into the jacuzzi. And we sat there for the night. (laughs) Just the two of us. Got drunk. Got drunk. And it was gorgeous. Gorgeous. And like you say, it was something you did on your own terms. Is there anything you would have done differently, let's say? Honestly, no. 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 For me, no. Nothing nice to... To have brought some people that we know. Yes, actually, maybe. maybe. Like two for the witness only. Yeah, like it would have been nice you know? maybe to ask you to come and maybe, or maybe you to ask Hota to fly yeah. over, Joel's best friend. Like it might have been nice to celebrate those moments with people, but like then we would have had to choose between our friends. Yeah, and then, of course. And then, I, and and then, then somebody will feel betrayed. And I then I think anything. people would have been, and to be honest, we had spoke about that before we went over. Yes. We were like, Will we ask? Will we ask two people to come with us? And then we were like, well, we can't just pick two people because I was like, I'd want at least six people to come. And then it's like, if it's six people, then it should be eight. And then if it's eight, sure, then why don't I ask someone else? Now you're into a guest list. And then you're into a guest list. So then when we found out that in Copenhagen, you don't need to bring witnesses, we just were like, do you know what? Let's just do it, just the two of us. And honestly, I have not one regret from that. Well, actually... (laughs) <laughs> got married with the we, we bought because we had no wedding rings so we bought two wedding rings for 16 euros on Grafton on Street, Street. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and no those little carts. <laughs> so we got we got married with the cheapest shitty rings ever um, so like, like a, the Celtic design the Celtic design yeah 
So like I would have liked to have had proper rings organized, but because we organized everything so quick, we like bought the cheapest things ever. But like it was, t- I don't know, you can say yourself. I have. I wouldn't change anything. No, I wouldn't change a thing about it. It was gorgeous. It sounds like the absolute perfect day. I would love to ask you, but I know the answer. Would you recommend an elopement to people? I would say yes. Yeah. If you want yeah. to, like, of course, there are like two sides of this part, right? Like, you have you are relaxed during your day, during your day. It's only about you, and you only don't have to focus on anybody else, but in your partner and to basically getting married because that's the most important thing that you're gonna do probably uh, during your life. But also, then there is another side that you don't have anybody else to remember those moments with. Because it's only Colin and I, and we can tell the story, but maybe people will remember it or will picture it differently than yeah. we are doing it, you know? But does that not make it more special for the two of you? That oh, it's, of course, that it's yes. this magic memory yeah. that only, only the two, two of you have. have only yeah. the two of you have it. Completely. But, and your friend from Qatar. Right. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I think that's, that's why we want to have like a celebration. Yeah. We already have married, but at least a celebration, like a party, so my family can come to Ireland and... Our friends, our family here yeah. from Buenos Aires as well, and get together and like have a, like a proper celebration. Well, you know what I love about it is that you guys put yourselves at the center of your milestone and your celebration. What I love doing when I do a ceremony is putting a couple at the center of the ceremony, but that's fine for me as a celebrant. But you guys took it on yourselves to do that yourselves, which yeah. is really special. And it is, and I think anyone who's looking for the type of wedding where it is no fuss and where it is all about the couple. Yeah. Like, eloping was amazing. Like, I I never thought that I'd do that. You know, it just happened that it happened that way. As I said, I always wanted a big wedding. But it was, it was so personal. It was so easy. The day, whole day was so relaxed. We called our own shots for the whole day. Yeah. And as you said we have this special memory of our day and it's just <clears throat> and it was just the two of us it's just the two of you yeah, yeah it was it's perfect. really special one last little question because obviously you got married you now have your canine family member you've got a house you've got it's more now it's a home you've got your business gordon you've set up your own business and joelle you're you've started a new job recently as well where would you like to see yourselves in five years time in a bigger house. Yeah, definitely a bigger house. <laughs> we do have a home, but it's a tiny little home. We have an amazing little fur baby. So maybe we'll have maybe another one. Another one, yeah. Or maybe a real baby. Yeah. Maybe we'll have, like, we'd like to adopt, yeah. maybe. Um, and obviously, I want to be a hell of a lot richer than I am. <laughs> More money. Um, but no, like, look, if if our, we've been together nearly five years, if in five years' time I'm still as happy as I am now, I'd be delighted. Maybe in five years we should go back to like Copenhagen. Yeah, maybe actually. But, maybe not, but not in but, general. But bring, it, but bring everyone Everybody. with us. Maybe we'll go and have a little wedding in Copenhagen in ten years. Maybe five years. I mean, be careful because if you invite me, I might just say yes. Connor, before you go, has anyone asked you, would you like to get married? Um, people have asked me, thanks for surprising me with that, Gordon. <laughs> people have asked me. I love, love, I love marrying other people. I'm, I've got a happy little heart. I love where I am myself in my little life. Uh, I love doing my own thing. Do you know what? It's if not... love comes a-knocking. Absolutely. Yes. And we have said this casually on a, on a casual level before where we talk about dating and things like that. And like, you know, if it comes my way, I hope 
that I'm open to identifying it and kind of going, yeah, and, and going with it. But it's certainly not on my active radar that I'm going out looking for it and going, you know. Because, because I'll tell you, when you do go looking, you don't find it. Well, and, look, uh, yeah. this is and it. And I had given up on that day that I met Joel. Yeah. I was like, ah, I'm giving up on love. And that was the moment he messaged and me. The and look at us now. And look at us now. Well, guys, can I just say, as a friend, it has been gorgeous and very special to witness this over the years and see this grow and to be part of that and you've had me as your friend and it's so special so thank you very much but thank you also for uh sharing your story with the listeners this evening as and, well and thank, thank you so much and thank you because i think it's nice to remember all those memories yeah, yeah. Is, is, that was a lovely moment for us to relive because we don't speak about it much, much yeah you know so thank you connor well guys it was very special and thank you very much Thank you. Thank you.